Hey guys, and welcome to another edition of the Rob Perspectives. I'm your host, Rob Horton. Hey, where we do all things life, all things business, and pretty much anything I want, but from my perspective. So guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Today is August 28th, 2020. Love that you guys are all here. Love that you guys are tuning in. Appreciate all your support. And uh, hey, I'm here for you. Hopefully I can bring you a little bit of value. Hopefully I can bring you some tidbits and nuggets to kind of make uh, make things better in your life and your business and uh, what you got going on. So today I just kind of want to do a little, I don't know, Friday rant, just kind of talk about all things that I'm kind of feeling, you know, so I don't particularly have a, a big agenda, but but a couple things that I do have. Um, so you know, a couple things that I'm seeing right now, I'm, I'm seeing, obviously we got a lot of people who are out of work, um, struggling with their business, those kind of things. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really concerned because I see a lot of people with their head in the sand, unfortunately. And, and I see it and I say, unfortunately, but, but also I kind of understand it as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people out of work and yet, to me, I'm not seeing the level of um, people working hard to get back to that level. Uh, and, and by that, I mean, you know, getting back to a job, getting back to their regular income, getting, you know, I don't know, I just, I'm not seeing it. Now, again, those of you, uh, if you're seeing something different, please feel free because I'm not the be all end all. But, um, you know, what I'm seeing is I'm, I'm seeing people uh, probably scared. A lot of people scared, a lot of people uncertain, and I don't think it matters that it's COVID or, you know, like 2008, we had the real estate, uh, drop and the, you know, the, the recession, which was so brutal. I got, I got killed during that time. So that was not a good time for me, but, um, you know, I see a lot of people like that and, and I just, um, it's disappointing because you would think that. Uh, you know, 2008 is a little different, you know, fundamentally we knew what was going on once it started. We knew that it was justified with facts and data, you know, based on what was happening in the markets and we could go all the way back to, you know, I had heard, you know, real stories of, you know, lobsters in Maine weren't being caught and, and that was affecting, you know, exports to Canada and there was stuff going on in, what was it? Uh, Iceland or Denmark with, with the sovereign fund. And anyway, the, the, the point is you could see what was going on. You knew stuff, you had fundamentals that were wrong and that that were bad. Um, and it was so easy to track. Right. And you know, so many people were out of work, People lost. Oh my God! I don't even. I didn't even do the research, but uh, you could go look it up. How many billions, probably even trillions of dollars, people lost in their four hundred one ks during that time? Um, you know, people got in trouble. Uh, it was just bad, right? And I, you know, and and there was a huge hit. And it was interesting because you know a lot of people did lose their jobs. I think there were a lot of panic, panic people. And and what was interesting is I think that. Um, you know, even then people just, they rest on their laurels and that's what disappoints me, I guess is, is my point. And, um, you know, you would think like, oh my God, I got to really get out there and do it. And people just didn't. Right. 
and they just didn't. I, I'm sure some people did. So I'm, I'm generalizing it. I'm sure people just crushed it and did their thing. And, and, you know, it didn't matter. You just had to go out and do your stuff. Right. So, um, there was even a period of time that, uh, well, this was more 2010 that I, you know, that I was out of work for a little while, but that was more just regular budget cycles and consulting, not necessarily because of the, the real estate crisis and everything. So, um, anyway, fast forward to today, right? So we do have COVID and again, um, no matter what you think or what you believe is going on here, um, let's face it, the fundamentals of the economy are not that bad. Now, yes, there are a few that are troublesome. There's some troublesome numbers. Um, I've heard from um, some different analysts at the Fed and, I, and I've heard from, you know, not the regular news. I'm looking at very, very um, respected, long-tenured Fed analysts and people who used to work there and got out of it and also different, different, um, you know, hedge funds and all that. But anyway, the point is very respected people in the financial world, not just news people. And what's interesting is you're not seeing the fundamental breakdown in the economy, right? It was easy. 2008, there were overextended credit, blah, blah, blah. And you could, you could figure out what was going on. And then it spilled in the real estate market done, you know, with, with the COVID stuff, it, it's almost an artificial recession. And yes, I'm saying artificial because again, you didn't have the fundamentals of the problem. And then people were panicked and then, you know, of course, oh, well, hey, I'm going to let you work at home. And then all of a sudden, hey, can, I'm not sure if I'm going to survive because I'm losing my customers and I'm too lazy to pivot my business. And so how, how, you know, can I get by with less people? Can you help me with that? Oh, sure. Well, I think we can do this and this and this. Okay, great. Thanks for your help. Bye. You're fired. Right. Without any kind of, uh, you know, fundamentals. It was just basically knee jerk reaction to save money. Um, and now, you know, I think that we, I, I don't think it'll, it'll build some fundamentals as strongly as other things have, but I think, you know, now we're probably going to start seeing some fundamentals as this continues to get worse and worse because we haven't had time to recoup customers and all that. And of course there's a political game being played of how bad can we make the economy? I'm sorry. I don't care what side of the fence you're on there's a bunch of shit bags that are trying to make things worse and they want to be in power regardless. And I don't care what side of the fence it is. They're, they're playing chess with our lives and I think it's bullshit. And anyway, the point about that is, is that it's not a fundamental financial, you know, KPI or, or indicator that you would normally see that would detect a um, recession or things like that. Like for example, you know, okay, we, you know, we shut down, say all car production. Well, you know, car production is only shut down because people are freaked out about getting the damn virus. They're not, you know, there's not a fundamental that says, well, you know, China or Brazil or, or Europe is now making better, high, higher quality cars at cheaper prices. And the market just wants that. And so GM and Ford can't sell anything because everybody wants a Volkswagen or whatever. Right. And so you don't see that. You don't see that. So it's almost like a fake, you know, fake fundamentals being destroyed in the market. And they're eventually going to turn into real fundamentals. But, you know, 
obviously there's some elasticity there and I think they're going to, you know, I think you're going to see some bounce back. We already have seen bounce back. We really, really quick. And I think we're not going to go back a hundred percent because people have destroyed shit. And obviously if things go back to good and people think they can get by with 80, 70, 50% of their staff, they're going to continue to do it because they're going to go make money. That's just how the world works. It happens every time. Um, but going back to job seekers, right? What I was hoping is now that we had more of kind of a so, quote unquote supposed health crisis, you know, I um, had really thought people would kind of be a little more aware of their lives, aware of family, aware of happiness versus just making money, all those things. And there, while I do see some of that, what I really still see is again, more complacency and just unwillingness to change and people saying, Oh, well, it's not going to happen to me and this and that, or, Oh, it's okay. And, and some people are like, well, I'm getting my extra, I don't know, four, 600 a week or month, or I don't even know. I don't even get this shit. So I don't even know what kind of stimulus they're giving out, but, but you know, word is, you know, that it's more than what a lot of people are actually making when they go to work. Well, why the fuck do you want to work? Why on earth would you want to go to work? I don't, if somebody's going to pay me to sit at home, hell yeah. Now I'm not going to sit at home and, and twiddle my thumbs. I'm not going to fiddle around. I'm going to get out there and work on my business. I'm going to go get more clients. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am not going to sit around and, and just collect money. And unfortunately, that's what we're seeing right now. People are just like, oh, well, I got my check, so screw it. I got what I need, right? And that's that's what concerned me before, and that's what always concerns me, is when you have these incentives to do nothing, and then when it's time, when people don't have these incentives, then they bitch and complain, and they play the victim, and it's like, dude, you had the opportunity. Why aren't you taking it? And then, you know, and, and I think the the double-edged sword from that is that they, you know, the government, everybody, they dumb us down and they keep us stupid and they keep us begging for their handouts and people don't learn the proper skills in order to, in order to get out of these situations. You know, it's like you've got PPP and you've got these stimulus checks and you gave nobody, nobody any incentive and I'm not saying starve people to death till they start figuring it out. That that's not right either. Cause I think that there's a, I think there's a happy medium. I think that, you know, do, do you really need to get four or $600 more than what you would normally make in your job as a stimulus? I, I don't know if, you know, but banks and credit card companies have been very kind as far as keeping and, and I know they've done that with the government with with um in conjunction with the government as well as far as stopping uh stopping evictions stopping uh you know stopping foreclosures those kind of things so if you're not you, you know there's people that haven't paid mortgage or or rent for 6 months and and you know what's interesting about that is you know you can save a lot of money. I mean, if you're not driving to work, whether you're unemployed or whether you're working remote, 
and you're not making your mortgage payment for six months, let's say three, let's just say three months. Let's not even say six. Let's say three, half that time, right? I think that is, is reasonable. So, you know, based, based on that, you know, how much money are you really spending? How much do you need? You know, you're not, you're not eating out at work. You're, you're eating at home. Um, even if you're, you're ordering a bunch of shit like Pizza Hut, well, I'm sorry, Pizza Hut guys, it's not shit. It's just not that healthy, but you know, you're, you're ordering food or you're eating at home. You know, you're not doing this stuff at work. A lot of places you can't go out to anymore. Um, I mean, there's some starting to open back up and do things now, but, but still just that amount of money that you've got sitting around that you saved on everything, you know, that's a cushion right there. Hopefully you're investing that or using it for a business or just simply saving it for when it's time to make those payments. Right. Um, you know, or maybe you were in a position where you could just continue to make the payments and not have to worry about it. You know, you never know. But my point is, you know, there, this, all this, all this shit gives zero incentive for people to go out and do more. And that's what I'm seeing is, you know, I know that there's businesses just getting slammed. And I know that, I mean, I've talked to so many people losing jobs and getting COVIDized or whatever the hell you want to co call it, COVID, call it, you know, like a COVID layoff or whatever. And it's, it's horrible. And there's a lot. And, you know, what's interesting, what's interesting though, is, you know, people think it's devastating, devastating. And it is, believe me, losing your job sucks. But at the same time, we were so low on unemployment that, you know, is I think I think it does give the opportunity to bounce back. But, you know, if you're not taking advantage of it, what in the world, you know, are you going to do? I mean, you can't just sit around and wait for another stimulus package. I mean, what, you're going to starve to death. You're going to ruin your credit. You're going to lose your house when people start getting back to normal. Right. And, you know, it just disappoints me because. You know, that's one thing that uh, I think, you know, I say the head in the sand thing and, you know, you think that, okay, this is such a tragedy. People be lining up down the street for, for jobs and lining up for help with their business and things like that. And, and in some cases it's true. And in other cases it's not, it's like people are just giving up. Um, they're giving into the fear, which is not real. And then they're, you know, they're, they're just not taking the initiative to pivot their business. They're not taking the initiative to find new customers. They're not taking the initiative to think, to, to come up with new ways of doing business and really, really doing what's necessary in this economy. And it's just disappointing, you know, learn new skills. I mean, you're sitting and, and that's like the skill thing that pisses me off so much right now. Because there were these jackasses from, I don't know, I think it was like the New York Times or For uh, Forbes, that's who it was. Some jackass was talking about, you know, ah, it's okay if you're sitting at home because, you know, you have mental issues and stuff. And it's like, bitch, if you're eating, if you need to eat and you need to pay bills, that's a stupid way to look at it. And some idiot from a magazine shouldn't be telling people that anyway. It's such irresponsible journalism and it's irresponsible reporting and it's, and it just makes you a dick. I mean, quite honestly, this guy is a jerk and I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to dignify his name in here, but it's just, the article was stupid. 
And again, I'm not, I'm not saying that, okay, you're under lockdown and you're stressed out. Maybe you did or didn't lose your job and you've got to work with the kids. We all have that stuff to do. So suck it up. I mean, you don't get an award, dude. You don't get a participation trophy. Now we're past that COVID ripped all the partition participation trophies out from under you. So you get slapped upside the head with the participation trophy. It's time to step up and be a big boy or girl. Right. And you know, it's, it's my point about that is, is again, going back to, you have these opportunities of say, not making your mortgage payments, but you also had the opportunity to learn something, learn a new skill, especially if you were, especially if you were unemployed or are unemployed or going to be unemployed, you know, it amazes me like, dude, you could have learned how to program. Yeah. You could have learned how to program in three months. Now you're not going to be making a million dollars a year as some app programmer, but shit, wouldn't it be nice to learn something, get a 30,000, $40,000 a year job and, and you're back working and, and then maybe you're working at home to where you can take on two or three of those clients and then you're six figures a year. That's pretty damn good. Right. And, uh, you know, that's what I see. It's like build some sales skills, get on the phone, um, learn how to put together a web page, start a podcast. Um, I mean, I've, I've done this, I, I've put on my, my Facebook content, all kinds of stuff. What I would do, like if I was a bartender out of work or a restaurant, or I could be like, uh, what, what, what was something else I did? Like teach it. You could teach old people how to zoom for like 20 bucks. And, you know, you could teach five, six people a day, make 120 bucks a day. That's a nice little, that's a nice little living five, six days a week, maybe seven. I mean, you spend a few hours a day and you have a hell of a nice income, right? You know, stuff like that. Um, and I, anyway, I put this out here and it didn't even get, it didn't even get any response. And it just tells me that people just, they're just living in fear or they just don't see it for themselves. And it's disappointing. And I know it's, it's just as bad you know, you might think it's not as bad for business owners, but I think it is, you know, I think obviously people with an employee mindset aren't going to do it as much, but you know, I'm seeing it with businesses too. It's, it's, they're giving up and they shouldn't. I mean, there's so much opportunity out there. And again, just because what you did, what you did in February worked, Maybe it, you know, depending on what it is, maybe it works in March. Maybe you just need a new, new client in April. Maybe you need a new market in May. Maybe you need to learn a new skill in June. Maybe you need a new ad campaign in July, right? I mean, dude, all you need to do is just think a little bit, just think and read, stop watching the damn news. That's trying to scare you into doing nothing but collecting a stimulus check like a lazy ass and get out there and start thinking. I mean, there's hundreds of millions of people on LinkedIn looking for people with skills, you know, and learn, learn how to connect with them. Get off Facebook and get on LinkedIn, you know, get off, get off of TikTok and get on to get onto Instagram and learn how to market or get back on TikTok and actually market, right? Get on YouTube and create a video series to teach people something. You all have skills, you know, say, say you're a, say you're a, um, 
say you're a stay-at-home wife or stay-at-home single mom and you've struggled, but you've put something together and you've, you've made it through hard times, start documenting that and, and create a course of, Hey, here's what I've done. Here's the things I've done to stay employed. Here's the things I've done to keep money in the bank. Here's the things I've done to put my kids through school and feed them and clothe them and, and whatever the hell. Right. And, and get that and then turn it into like a 20, 20, 30, $40 course and, and just give somebody the link to the private pay list. I mean, you, you know, or, you know, subscribe to it $10 a month, $20 a month and get, you know, get a hundred people, get a hundred people subscribing to that. Hey, there's two, $3,000 a month, you know, and people will throw away 20 bucks easy you know, give it a shot. And all of a sudden you've got a full-time income. Hell, that's fantastic. And then just do it again and, and go get more people, you know, or, you know, if you do this and you're only making one person 20, you know, and you're making $20, $20 a month. And that one person stays your customer shit. You just, you just, uh, I, I know gas is a little up and down these days. But I mean, roughly, let's say you don't have anywhere to go 20 bucks. Say you paid for your gas for the month or 40 bucks, whatever. Right. I mean, some of you that doesn't go very far, but some people who don't drive very far, or if you don't have to go anywhere, you know, that pays for it. And then now go get, go get another five customers and there's a hundred bucks, you know, there's part of your groceries or, or say a hundred bucks a month. There's your, there's your, um, there's your gas bill. Cause let's face it in the summertime, you're only going to be paying a couple bucks a month. And then the rest of the time, just save it up. And then that'll last you through the winter time when your bills get higher for that. Um, you know, there's all look at it like that. Just start peeling away your bills and your expenses based on that by learning new skills and getting out there and trying new things. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, let's say you don't make one dime at it right now, you're going to learn. And if you don't give up, you're going to eventually figure out a way to monetize it or at least have fun with it. You know, it's way better than sitting around watching Chinese news network and, and, and listening to, to what, I don't know what that dude is, Anderson, whatever the hell, and you know, whatever his name is and, and it, listening to him scare the hell out of people. Don't sit there and be scared by these idiots or, or, or what's the, the, I don't know on Fox has the same, same bunch of people. They're all, they're all the same. They're just trying to scare you and, you know, get off of there and get on YouTube and learn something, right? Learn how to learn how to research, learn how to research so that you can look into real news and not be scared, learn how to research so you can learn how to look at your competitors and, and maybe you can get a sales marketing job or something and you can, you know, make money that way or do your own business. Or maybe you can be a freelancer for a bunch of small businesses that are out there. I mean, there's so many opportunities guys that you can take and, and turn into your own. So remember that. And, and listen, if you've got friends and family that are sitting there scared and they're not moving their ass and they're not working and they're, they're just living in fear. You need to help them. I know that fear is, seems real for people, but sometimes they need you. They need your compassion and they need you to kick them in the ass with tough love to get them up off the couch, 
turn that television off and go do some work and go make a skill and go connect with people and go play with their kids and go make phone calls to people they care about and go learn how to cook something and go learn how to market something and go learn how to properly do a push up. And, and you know what I mean? I mean, just, you don't have to do much. You just got to do something. So guys, that's my rant for today. I hope you understand that, that I do this in love. I want to see you guys win. I want to see your business succeed. I want to see you succeed. I don't want to see the government win. I don't want to see the news agencies win. I don't want to see the politicians win. I don't want to see the largest corporations in the world win while you and everybody else and small businesses and families lose. It's bullshit. It's wrong. It's damn near criminal. And you guys have to help me. You guys have to get on the horse. You guys have to do what's necessary to turn it around. So listen to this again all the way through. Take some notes. Listen, if you got questions or you're not sure what to do, send me a message. Send me a note. Send me your thoughts. Let's make something happen. I'm here to help you in your business. I'm here to help you in your job, whatever. You know, send me your feedback. I'd love to hear it. So listen, get out there, encourage people, love your family, do what you got to do, but stop the fear and get out there and make something happen. Guys, enjoy your weekend. Get out there, make it happen. I love you all. Thank you so much again for tuning in to listen to me. And until next time, take care. Bye-bye.